Welcome to the Story Mode Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, Robot Uprising Munro, and I'm joined tonight by the Jolly Hand Grenade, Cy Monster Mash, and the Chiranical Dictator. That's right, I thought of these names before the show. How are we doing, lads? Can I request a change? Pretty good. Nope. <laughs> I like it. All right. Fine. All right. Ky- <laughs> Chiranical Dictator's the best. That's the really bunch. clever. What do you think? Yeah, that's really the best. Unfortunately, man, as my first order, you all, I mean, Simon's in the clear. Um, you've both got it. You've already got Metroid Prime Remastered digitally. You've got to go buy it physically. And actually, Simon, you're not because you've got to buy it digitally. And that's. Oh, okay. That's it. You oh, do it's actually, hard to get now. Apparently, it's hard to get. Are you in America? I don't know what's going on yeah. over there. Like, it's not even <laughs> out here, here in Australia. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's going on over there. We want nothing to do with it. Yes. Fair. Guys, yes. we're dressed very colorfully today. I'm a big fan. We look, we look like the Wiggles. For those listening, because we don't do this by video anymore. But if you can't hear the fact that I'm wearing green, dolls and yellow, Karen's in red, and Simon is in baby blue. I like it. Speaking of baby blue, Down speaking it. of baby, our, our sweet little baby boy, Simon, has become oh. a man. <laughs> yeah. Take that yeah. like. Um, wait, no, hang on. Let's not give our dear listeners the wrong impression. Um, Simon got laid. I mean, yeah, but uh, it's not the first time. Hopefully, <laughs> it won't be the last time either. <laughs> Who knows? Depends on how the next set goes. Yeah, you know, you'll find out. Karen's going to be like, the, what? What the fuck? Yeah, I, don't I don't know what I'm... What's happening I in this episode? I don't know. I don't know. I, look, guys, like I was saying before the show, I had, a, I had a weird bad day at work, so my brain is on vacation. Um, so this one could be a little bit... A little bit fucked. I oh, am. Yeah. And as I was saying, I'm solo dadding. I'm, I'm, I'm a solo dad at the moment. So <clears throat> for this week, and it's been like a day and my brain's already turned to mush. So like, yeah, I, I feel you. I, I feel have nothing. Karen, you, you were to carry it. <laughs> I've got bad news for you. <laughs> what have we been up to? Somebody tell me, tell me what your lives have been up to. I, I see you guys, you know, once a week. We should probably catch up more often. Well, I... I had my birthday yesterday at the time of recording, a couple of days ago by the time this episode comes out. Um, but before my birthday, went around to my best mate's place, and then we drank a copious amount of alcohol, played some various board games. Uh, we did uh, Poetry for Neanderthals, which is great. Um, if you haven't played it, I do, do highly recommend. So it is a card game made by... Uh, the Oatmeal, who is the same guy that made Exploding Kittens and like Throw Throw Burrito and Throw Throw Avocado. And you've got crabs. He's opening up to more yeah. questions. I don't know <laughs> These are all fantastic, fantastic yeah. card games that. that you should be playing. Exploding Kittens in particular is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Awesome, awesome stuff. Anyway, so Poetry for Neanderthals is a straightforward game where you have two teams. Team Wet and Team Wild, because I play the not safe for work version. Raunchy, like that. And now that you're, uh, off, now that you're off age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 28. You can rent super porn now. <laughs> <laughs> super porn. You see, just people, it's, just, it's just regular porn, but with like tapes really badly edited <laughs> on. Sorry, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to catch the reflection in Jesse's glasses right now to see if we're <laughs> if no, no, no super porn so far. Okay, no, cool. Yeah, we're we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. We're not um, there yet. So yeah. Anyway, um, so there's two teams, and one team will like it'll go. It will alternate between teams. Goes around the table, 
and one person will be reading out, uh, they'll have a card, and they have to describe the card using only single syllable words, and you cannot use the word that is on the card. So for example, let's say the word is Jesse's favorite, and it's cum. You, got, you have to go, uh, is penis Whoa. juice? Happy penis juice. And then it's like, oh, every, everyone else on your team has to guess what the word is. So I'm going to put it out there. The game sounds atrocious. It is fucking it hilarious because, nah. no, because the panic. And then the, this is the best bit is that if you use more than one syllable, someone from the other team gets, you whack, gets to whack you over the head with an inflatable stick. Yep. And that's what yeah, makes it great. Nah. Not for me. Kyron, what have Actually, you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we uh, spoke, news we spoke. just in Jesse hates games. Sorry, Kyron. <laughs> I mean, that's been obvious for like the last 100 episodes. <laughs> I mean, I mean nothing. I don't know why you're thrown to me. I've been working. And then when I'm not working, I've been trying to play Destiny. That's really all I'm doing right now. Sorry, God, sorry to disappoint. Are we all getting old? Yeah. Yeah, we are. I mean, we yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. was having fun. Simon's just joined us, so he doesn't get it yet, but he'll get it. <laughs> I mean, I went, even, to two even I went even. to two parties on the weekend. Whoa, but... hang on, Mr. Party. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, All right. What you doing? This guy's out doing cocaine and stuff. No, <laughs> right one of them was there. one of them was like old, like um, a couple of old friends, and the other one was literally a children's, a three-year-old's birthday party. But we I, went I to be a better place to do coke, to be honest. <laughs> well, we did, and we were at the uh, Diamond Valley Miniature Railway, which fucking shout out to that place. It rules. <laughs> friends it so of the show. Yeah, friends of the show. Fucking hey, get us a sponsorship. I, I, I fucking, it was awesome. It was way better than I like could have imagined it being. It was so much fun. Miniature Railway it. Tycoon. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That good. would actually be a pretty cool game. I have, I have. If uh, gaming developers of the world are listening, free idea. I actually have a great idea for a game, but it's, that's, this isn't the time and place for it. But. You can't do that. You can't just drop that. It's well, it, it, it's it's re relative as well because it's it's a, like a tycoon style game, but it's like a childcare like um, tycoon game. So you have to like set up the center and have like things in mind about like you know, is it meeting certain standards and things like that, and like what kind of like quality of of, of the things that you're getting. But obviously, that costs more money, and then like hiring staff, and then getting them to keep training and things like that, and like there's like solving little dramas between like different educators and parents and things like that. I was like, it's like Sims junior Sims, but yeah, but like I was thinking more like a two point hospital or two point campus, but with a childcare center and like okay. some Sims elements in it. Okay. Yeah. I think I get the idea of the level of chaos. I don't really care. I just want to play it. I think it'd be a fun game. You know, every, every like 15 episodes, I have one good idea. I'm about to have my good idea. So okay. Uh, the next like thirteen or so are gonna be kind of rough. Right. Putting, uh, what's it called? Like like what's it called when you do, like mini miniature golf, mini golf mm -hmm. simulator? Okay, so you run a little mini golf facility, but you make the holes. Yes, <laughs> make the holes. Yes, and each one of them is like a level editor where you actually make it, and then you can go into other people's things and you could download their holes. God, I got to think of a better term for that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, um, fucking, and you also visit their parks to play mini golf. Yes, 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 yes. What up? Hey, let's start, let's start a studio. We've got two games already. Two bangers right there. Two bangers. Oh, good. Speaking of bangers, hmm. Well, speaking of reasons why Simon's happy, hmm, also, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Octopath Traveler Dwar, Octopath Traveler 2 has dropped. 
And look, I haven't played it. It's not my type of game. However, I did see somebody on Twitter say that the jump from Octopath Traveler 1 to Octopath Traveler 2 is akin to the jump from Assassin's Creed 1 to Assassin's Creed 2, which got me very, very excited for uh, Karen and Simon because I remember living through that and that was a revelation. That was a later game, but still. God damn. How is Octopath Traveler 2? <laughs> um, really damn fucking good. Just really damn good. So I have, I only actually received my copy yesterday as my birthday present. Um, so I've been playing through the demo until now, and I've done every character's chapter one. After doing everyone's chapter one, which some stories are better than others, some premises are better than others, but then some characters are better than others. It's just, it's more oct- Octopath. If you enjoyed the first game, this game is so far, in my experience, better in every way. And I know that I've said this before, but the 2D HD art style, I swear, you just keep, like, they've perfected it in this game. It looks incredible. And, yeah, the music's as amazing as the first game. And just, yeah, so I finally got my, my copy of the game yesterday. Started as the, the warrior, Hikari, and then uh, replayed his chapter one because his was the first one I did. I was like, you know what, I'll just refresh myself on it. And then, uh, yeah, went off and I've started to gather the other seven travelers. Um, I picked up Particio, the guy who's going to destroy that devil called Poverty. Jesse's favorite character, I think. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. He's got a, he's got a flashback to these trailers and was like, this game is not for me. He's got a cool hat. Um, and, yeah, uh, and a cool yellow coat. So. Uh, matching, matching Joel at the moment, I think. Fashionable. I love it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, I guess sort of the biggest differences between one and two would be uh, in the first game, everyone had a path action, but they only had the one. Whereas now every character has a secondary path action, which you can only use in the evening. So at night, they've got the second path action. So for example, the, the warrior, Hikari, um, he can challenge people to a duel uh, during the day, be like, "Hey, do you want to do you want a friendly friendly bout?" And people be like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And he can learn an ability depending on who it is that you challenge to a fight. In the evening, he can bribe people to get information. So that's he has, cool. Yeah, he's got like a secondary cool. interaction. Uh, every character also has a latent power. So as you go through combat and break enemies, shields, and also take damage yourself, your latent power gauge fills up. And when your latent power is ready to be activated, again, every character's got a different one. And some of them are really fucking cool. So Articio, our merchant man, the guy who's going to kill that devil called Poverty, um, his one is to restore all of his boost points. Press the button and get all of your boost points back. So what you could do is effectively use all of your boost points to do one massive attack and then uses latent ability and the next turn literally do the exact same thing again and just have an opportunity to do a shit ton of damage in one go uh hikari the warrior that i mentioned earlier he basically gets access to a bunch of super strong skills that don't cost any spell points so those are really fun to use um the thief she she's able to go basically have two turns in a row so two turns in the one go, it's quite fun. Uh, the Apothecary gets to 
mix things without having to use up any of the resources for it and stuff like that. So everyone's got some really cool stuff and it's just just fun. Like it's just really fun. It's I think among the pinnacle of turn based JRPG combat and gameplay. Current, you've been playing it as well, not as much as Simon. What are your thoughts on it so far? Um I mean Simon's kind of nailed it really because a lot of the stuff that I've noticed uh, things that I found it's familiar to Octopi of Traveler One if you play that, uh, but the stuff that's new, like the latent abilities and this, and you know each each character having like two things they can do it day or night. Which actually sidebar, it is so weird that you can make it nighttime just by touching a button. Like it's just like you want it to be nighttime, press a button. It's nighttime. Press a button. Yeah. It's daytime. I, I don't have a problem with it. It's just like I'm like I can control time. That's fine. I like press, how that's becoming press. a bit of a thing in a lot of games. Like you know, it's in Octopath. It's in God of War. Could you imagine being on the other side of the of I, the Earth? What like, a nightmare! What the fuck's yeah. happening? My solar panels aren't working. The owls are confused. <laughs> Press X to sunset. That's. Oh, I yeah. tell you, I know what happened. It's because that stupid thief girl just wanted to do more, like buff her party at night to fight a boss. That's why this has happened. See, if I knew that it was a, there was a reason behind it, I wouldn't be as terrified. <laughs> but yeah, that's you know, true. You have like a fourteen second long day. It's like, oh no. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say survive. that. It's funny that you say that as well because there is also like a few other effects that like at nighttime if you're out in the field and there's your random encounters, um, the enemies that you fight at nighttime are stronger and also are more likely to appear versus in the daytime where it's less likely and they are a bit weaker. So if you've got someone who's a little bit underleveled in your party and you want to power level them, just change to nighttime and go into a slightly stronger area, try and power level them that way. Um, and yeah, it lets you use your nighttime actions as you want, essentially, without having to sit and wait, which I think is the best move. It it doesn't, it it, it kind of just removes that barrier because otherwise, like, what are you going to do? You're going to walk out of town and wander around for ten minutes whilst the game slowly changes through to nighttime. Well, I'm going to do button. one of my favorite things and complain with out of, without context. Fantastic! Um, you know, Classic. everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Does that make it like so? If you can, if you can do these other abilities at night, but all you need to do to make it night is press a button. Wouldn't it make sense to just have it that you can just use two abilities at any time and then have a natural day-night cycle without it feeling a bit, bit odd? Yes, but then I guess because so, for example, uh, using using the warrior again as the example, he can bribe people to get information, but there are. Two other characters who during the day can get information out of other people, but at nighttime, neither of them can do that. So, if your quest line is sort of focused at nighttime and you're trying to get information out of people, well, you've got to have the warrior around because no one else can really do it. And having everything sort of available at once would, I guess, remove the novelty of it. And don't get me wrong, it is, it's a little bit of a gimmick and a little bit of a novelty. It just feels weird that you can, you can just. You can essentially you essentially have two powers, but you, there's a button press, there's an input in between them where you change the day night cycle. Yeah, and there's also there's also a few I guess sort of variations on it as well. Um, because so every character's action has a like a, a good and a rogue version, and the rogue isn't necessarily evil per se. It's just uh, kind of frowned upon. So, for example, the warrior can challenge people to a fight, but it's a, a friendly fight. It's like, hey, do you want to do you want to spar with me? And someone will be like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll spar with you. That sounds fun. Or the hunter, she can provoke people into a fight, 
And if you lose that fight, your reputation gets negatively affected. Um, if you have the merchant in your party, you can buy items off of other people. And, oh, wonderful, you purchase something off of them. But if you have the thief, she can steal. And there's a chance that that can fail. And again, if you fail that, your reputation is negatively affected. Or you could have the dancer girl in your party and make it nighttime, and she can ask them very nicely if they will part ways with their items. And there's no negative repercussions for that, but it's not, you have to be of a certain level to be able to get those items for free. So it, it's sort of that there's a bit of a blend of the other two variations without it being overpowered or underpowered, which I think is quite, quite nicely managed. Are they the same characters from number one? No. It's a new oh, so continent. New continent, oh, okay, new so characters. Anything linking them at all? I uh, don't know. I imagine there will probably be something. There's obviously a few, uh, like the, the clerics, religious, um, well, religion is the same as the cleric in the first game. Basically, sort of it. Chiron will be the cleric. Because when, when he talks, unlike, unlike you other chocolate fucks, I listen. Okay. <laughs> Joel's hey man, that's the bard, because he's got, he's got music in his heart. But I don't know about you, you and I, Simon. I don't know about us. Um, just, just, dance just, for me, and we'll, we'll judge you. You might be the dancer. Hundreds of the dance. Have you seen me? Have you seen my long dancer's legs? Guys, I did like seven formal slash debs. I did a lot of dance classes for those. <laughs> I can, I can, I can, I can dance. Don't worry about it. All right, cool. Well, then you're the dancer. Uh, I don't know Simon what Simon is miscellaneous. <laughs> Joel, do you have any interest in Octopath? Not really. I like. <clears throat> I like. I'm excited for the people that it's for. I just. I. I, me- I remember playing the demo of the first one, and like I played a little bit of it, and it just didn't gel with me, and I just had no drive. And I'm at a point now where I'm starting to sort of really take into consideration, like, do I need to work myself up about playing this game just because lots of people are saying it's good? Like, it, and I don't feel like I need to, and that's okay. Like, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. slagging the game off whatsoever because I'm, I think it looks fantastic. Um, and the stuff that it's doing is great. I just, it's not, I don't know, it's not winning me over personally, but it, I'm excited for the people who it's for. So I think, yeah, for like for fans of the genre, quote unquote, this is like such a cool game. And the people who I think would enjoy it on, on like social media are losing their mind over it. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's the type of game to win new people into the... No, no. The it, it's a JRPG for JRPG fans. Uh, there are a couple of quality of life things which do make it a little bit easier to digest, which is that you can actually speed up battle. Um, so you can make battles go twice as fast with the press of a button, which is nice for when you're trying to grind stuff out and things like that. But it's not enough of a difference to make it a good entry point for anyone who doesn't already like JRPG. I just... I I just wish it didn't have random battles. That's it. That's the only thing I would change. I, I, I'm I get, kind of over random battles. I get what, what you mean, but also, I don't know, I kind of enjoy the charm just, of random battles. I I just, like, 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 when you're looking at that empty screen, you're like, I just need to get to that save point. And it's not like the combat's hard, but it's just like, I just want to walk there. And then it's, it's like, I'm not there. Yeah, random battle. God damn it. <laughs> the yeah, fact that the yeah. combat isn't hard, it makes it feel like a time waste. It's like, I'm going to win regardless. The only thing this is doing is taking up time. Yeah, I just kind of like being able to see enemies. Yeah, yeah. That's one look, thing I, that buzz, buzz yeah, me that. with um, uh, 
one of the reasons I couldn't get too into Final Fantasy VII. I was talking about what with my um with my partner Sophie about this a few days ago because she was giving me grief for not playing it more. <laughs> and I said, I liked it a lot. And I liked like she got obviously she finished the game twice, I think. And there would be some times where I'd come and watch like, you know, where she was up to and play a little bit further into the game. You know what part of the game really took the wind out of my sails? That first fight with the big robot scorpion thing. Because it's that much of a bullet sponge that it got to the point of, like, I clearly know how to defeat this thing. I get it. I understand its moveset. I understand what to do here. I get it. I'm not going to die here. I just need to fight you for 25 minutes. <laughs> and constantly hit you. That type of shit bugs me. Like, time-wasting in games when you you understand what's going to happen. So, random battles, when you know you're going to win, just feel like it's just, like, it's just time-wasting. It, just let me go around it or, like see it and avoid it or whatever rather than wasting however long a battle takes that's my rant for the day simon's just like i don't care fuck you i, I mean skill issue isn't it mate <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <skill> <laughs> issue. i love skill issues so much <laughs> it's my favorite thing to play recently skill issue skill issue would have been such a good name for this podcast <laughs> yeah. fuck that it's very good it's <laughs> very good podcast and call it skill yeah. issue yeah, as we come to just like complain about us being bad at games, plenty of content. If I'm being honest, that would no, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be. It's it's, it's where no, it's it's the, actually we can talk about this off air, but like the, oh, the, the 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 concept of the the podcast would be like having people on and giving them a game to play from a genre or something that they would normally play, and like interviewing them about it, which is also a very good idea for a podcast. So. Feel free to cut that from the show, Jesse. Yeah, the and we can, we can keep that in our back pocket. People aren't good at is becoming very wide for me. I'm actually <laughs> really into JRPGs lately. It's called Jesse really does really. Oh, there's no. Nah. Jesse really doesn't play games. It's over. JRPG. Hey, Jesse rarely Jesse rarely plays games. There you go. Thank you, Joel. Had even back. Thanks, Joel. Thanks, Bard. That's work. Yeah, he's the wordsmith. Yeah. No. Look. It. Let's move on to um, the state of play last week. The first state of play, Sony state of play, for 2023, and it was fine. Mm. I, I think I think with these ones, we you kind of know when there's a lot of build up, and even Sony come out themselves and says, you know, there's gonna be some exclusive here. If they don't do that, you know, it's gonna be one of these. Could have been an email. This one probably could have been a tweet. Uh, it was fine. You say, yeah. I look. There's there was enough in here for me to to get excited about. So I um, I got the thing I was waiting for. Like I but went like the day before. I think on the night the night before, Bungie were like, "Hey, Lightfall teaser trailer." Like Lightfall trailer in State of Play. I'm like, cool. And that trailer was fucking sick. I was, so that I was, was actually going to make a was. joke there because I thought when you said I got what I wanted, I thought it was going to be more Resident Evil Four, like the demo and stuff. I was going to jokingly say, what, you got another Destiny trailer? But no, that's, that's actually- It was exactly that, what I wanted. <laughs> okay, I was like, then, cool. Because a- look, here's the thing. is like, I'm really excited for Resident Evil 4 Remake, but Lightfall is now like two days away, Yep, and I'm desperate for it. So they were like, launch yes. trailer. I'm like, fucking I'm in with a, a, a Radiohead cover in it. Why not? Well, fucking we, I- know that, it was. we knew that the state of play was going to focus heavily on uh, Suicide Squad. Yep. And the PSVR 2 stuff, which we'll get to in a moment. But let's go through a few other games we saw there. And look, we just mentioned it, so let's just skip ahead to it. Resident Evil 4, winning a demo soon, sick. And this is probably our most, definitely our most robust look at the game. 
It also was a really good reminder of how goofy and dumb this game is. Like, absolutely. I completely forgot about the minecart sequence and the catapults. I, yeah, I forgot about the minecart sequence. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. And do you that's know what else it reminded me of? It sort of this trailer, this trailer really felt like a um, don't worry, we're not cutting it trailer because mm, after, after yeah. the remake of three and what they'd shown so far for four, people were like, oh, they're going to cut Krauser, they're going to cut the island and all this sort of stuff. Charles like Krauser, Island, Mike the helicopter guy, the two like El Gigantes, lots of Lewis, like, like it's all here, don't worry. There's a quote at the end of the trailer where it says this time it has to be different. And that's gonna be very exciting because I that's, think that was a big tease. And they've been is- Yeah, well they've done that twice now. They've they've focused on that line twice, or at least twice. There was another trailer for this where they were it, it ended with like this time it has to be different. And I was like, but what did you mm. change about four though? Like, well, ending the thing, Karen, you're like our Resident Evil Four expert. There was a, there was a particular screen it stopped on, and it was like a medical, like it almost looked like a dentist chair. Yep. What is that? See, now I don't know for sure, but when I saw that, for some reason, because I feel like there's one, there's a, a moment in there. I, it just for me it felt like a tease for for regenerators. Because don't you meet a regenerator? In like a medical facility like that, I don't know. Maybe I'm rem- misremembering Resident Evil. 4. Yeah, the the f- the first one you meet in a, in a medical facility because you don't have the um the heat scope at that time. Yeah, and isn't there mm-hmm. one and like sort of splayed so cool. out above like a a gurney as well or something? I don't know. Oh yeah, and I think there's you a few that right. experiments on. But I'm yeah, I'm intrigued by that. There's gonna be a moment playing this game where something is like wildly different, and I'm going to lose my mind and yeah. call you, Karen, and we're gonna cry on the phone <laughs> together. I. I must admit, like watching that trailer, um, a, a fantastic trailer. But like, <laughs> I did like an excited gasp when I saw Krauser. I was like, "Oh, yay!" <laughs> and then like shots of like the knife, and I was like, "Yes, they're doing it! Fucking let's go! I'm down for this shit." Learn to parry. Yes. Simon, have you played Resident Evil Four? I. Oh wait, we've discussed this, haven't we? You, you yeah, played, yeah, yeah. Well, not not properly. Like I got to, I think, just past the lake, and then I. Stop playing because um, I was a dumb teenager and didn't really commit the time to it because there was Monster Hunter Try to be played. It's you know fair. what? I kind of don't regret that. It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough, you know. It's tough yeah. to pick. But um, you shake your head. <laughs> I don't know. Disappointed. What, if, they keep saying, if, if, if they do change anything, like, what would you change Like with how this, like, Leon saying this time has to be different. I'm like, what are you even talking about? Because it turns out okay mostly at the end. <laughs> I think there will be a reference to um, uh, what's uh, the big boy who gives all the guns in village, the Duke. Oh, the Duke. Oh yeah. I think. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I think they've been be hinting at merchant will well, mention. Well, because in that, um, what was it? There, there was like a the presentation. Yeah. A there presentation was, where was a wink. the Duke was like, "I have to go talk to someone else now." Who's like, he's he, he buys and sells items as well, or something. Oh, it was something. Oh. Uh, uh. Yeah. Can I Google Maybe. that? <laughs> I will, oh god. The Duke and the Merchant kissing. Jesse will buy that at a high price. <laughs> <laughs> but um even even beyond what they showed in the trailer, it just got me so excited for how horrifying the stuff we haven't seen yet will be. Mm. Like fighting off um Salazar's right hand man in, in, in like the underground facilities where it's like stabbing through the ground at you. That weird, I forget the name of the um, like the mutant bug thing you fight in the um, that you drop a cage okay. on and stuff. The like, bugs are something that most people I talked about with before, they don't bring it up. 
But I remember the first time when those bugs, those invisible bugs, jumped to me and spat acid onto my face, and you see it burn Leon's beautiful face open, and you see bone, and then you know the game over screen. And people rarely remember that, but that's the part that's got me very, very nervous. Dead Space has maybe numb to that, like seeing how many of those brutal kills they kept, and now I'm like, I don't think Resident Evil Four can phase me. <laughs> yeah, look, that's that's fair. I just um. Seeing the oh, what's what's that part where you have to get um uh, uh I've, I've even forgotten the companion's name Ashley Ashley yeah to like rebalance the water or whatever it is it's like that big open room that you know separates the boys from the men yeah <laughs> I saw scenes of that and I just got flashbacks so I remember I remember doing that on mercenary mode oh, oh. Like, sorry the the hardest difficulty we'll get into mercenaries in a moment yeah, what the yeah. hardest difficulty is um in RE4 I remember getting there with like seven bullets. <laughs> it hurt. like i still got like back pain from it i did it just i'm a, I'm a different man now i'm less yeah, it changed it took you. part of me but yes mercenary mode back for some reason i didn't play it in village because i didn't care but i'll play the shit of resident Evil 4 mercenary mode it was fine village but i think i think in, in resi 4 they have the opportunity again i kind of wish they'd done it more in village but they must i guess maybe this is why just get get wild with it, like five and um, like five did. Just throw in all the, bring back Wesker. Like, just do it. He's fuck it. Why not? Like, yeah, find the players. <laughs> they happen to throw in every single Resident Evil character into some weird like battle royale game. Just chuck into a real How game. Dare you bring that up in front of me on this I show? Do. They I are run. making, um, yeah, they're making that new Silent Hills. So you know, sure, <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed, eh? Fingers yeah. crossed. Uh, we also got a Street Fighter Six character oh. reveal. Look, we just want to keep talking about Street Fighter Six because it looks so good. But we got Zangief. Uh, we got Cammy, who are uh, mm, Cammy. Uh, we stretch. also got a new character, Lily. Uh, she has like okay, she. There's two weapons that she has. They're two like sticks with the ball at the end. They're Aztec weapons, and I looked up what they were called. And I found out that they're called Quahololi. I pronounce that, mispronounced that, but oh, yeah. look, Terrible. props to me for getting, giving that a shot. Absolutely. My, pronunci- <laughs> my pronunciation was that bad that Kyron dropped his microphone. You, you stunned me. <laughs> I was shocked. You're right there? Uh, I am. Um, oh, God. I actually think um, Lily looks really fun. I, she does. Looks like a lot of fun. Are we yeah. getting the shit out of a child in this game? We are about to beat the shit out of a child. <laughs> I think she's just small. I think she's just short. Because like some of the some of the finishes, like I, I was small. I was saying before the show, that one they showed of that attack of Kami's they show us, it's sort of like a, a counter move of sorts. Doing that to a child sort of is gonna change how I view Kami as a character. I'm sorry, I've seen <laughs> the trailer. I'll I'll let Kami beat the shit out of me. <laughs> I also, want a woman that can kick my ass. Also, Zangief doing his like yeah, fucking finisher was, move, like I just, just like the, as well. the double fucking suplex, like this, this bullshit young child getting shoryukened by Ryu. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. But uh, um, Zangief looks like a he looks great beast of a man, so like, good. big boy. Like and at the that end is when he like inhales the smoke and he puffs yeah. it up. Oh, that was oh, cool. I really like so that. So good. Can't fucking wait for this game. I can't wait for this game. I, I made. I was watching this for like the second time, like this state of play with my wife on the couch, and I just sort of like out of nowhere, we were just sort of sitting watching it in silence, and out of nowhere, I just went, "I'm gonna get somewhat okay at this game. I'm I'm committing to like getting competent. That's the best I'm aiming for. 
He's like How- competent at this game. However, what do you mean by competent? Competent by the game standard, as in like you can beat the arcade mode on a pretty decent difficulty? What do you mean competent by other players' standards? Because competent by other players' standards, that's one hell of a time investment, my friend. No, see, like I just want to be able to like casually, like if we were at like an event or something like that, and they had like a, just a casual booth set up for it, I could just get up and just be like, yeah, you know, just flex a little bit, but like, okay, fair, not fair. like just enough to be like to make myself feel good. <laughs> Everyone else is like, look at this fucking wanker here, and um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, and then like, a professional will come up and just smoke just you. Fucking and just kick like, my ass. Absolutely. Yeah, put Look, you in your place. Friend of the show, Lachlan, Street yes. Fighter professional. Yep. Yep. And an eSport played competitively. It wasn't Street Fighter, but I almost beat him in Tekken. So I'm just saying on any given day, okay, any given Sunday, I can come in. And the only reason I lost is because I made Yoshimitsu kill himself. God, oh, that's right. But so we're doing a Street Fighter tournament, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm for that. Fuck yes. Actually, I, I'd we be should... very working on that. Let's let's do, dojo, let's dojo it out. <laughs> weekly weekly uh, training sessions. Got rollback, doesn't it? So it should be okay. I think so. I think if it, it does. doesn't. It look, let's face it though. In this day and age, if a fighting game like yeah, no, of this caliber doesn't have it, then it's something's wrong. So yeah, the fan base will let them know. Oh fucking mm. okay. If it doesn't, it will eventually. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, rounding out the the list of other games, uh, two games that have been spoken about for ages and. We didn't really learn that much new about them, but it's good to see they're still kicking. Um, Joel and Simon, I know you guys are pumped for Goodbye Volcano High. Fuck yes. Tell me just... more about these dinosaurs that kiss. Yeah, I mean, like, that's it. Like, it's, it's a visual novel <laughs> about that's dinosaurs it. that kiss. That's all it no, is. It's, it's, it's really interesting because, like, the, the, the framing of it is, like, these anthropomorphic dinosaurs teenagers that are in their like senior year of high school and are about to graduate but it's also kind of alluding at the fact that you know the end of the world the the end of their entire existence is going to happen which is such a like a great to be honest that's it like it's it's a great analogy for like ending school and things like that like you don't know what's going to happen or it could literally be the end of the world but it might not be it might be okay um in the, the case of the dinosaurs, me. it was the end of the world. I want to be very oh, absolutely, hundred <laughs> yeah. um, percent. Just in case there was any doubt, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not. I'm if not you a, believe they existed, yeah. I was just about to say dinosaurs were real. Are, yeah. are real? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, dinosaurs get a story straight. Can't even get a story straight. He didn't even know that weather could be different in Perth and Victoria. Okay, don't listen to this man of science. Okay. All right, but I just want to just want to bring up a very quick Perthism. I don't know if this is a thing in. Victoria, um, but God. earlier when I went to feed my cats and I was rinsing off the spoon that I used, I had to wait a few moments. I had the, the tap on cold. I had to wait because the water comes out incredibly hot still for like, I don't know, 30, 40 seconds sometimes. Is it yeah. the hot day? Yeah, because it's a hot yeah. day and because oh, yeah, Perth, uh, Perth gets awesome. a lot of its water from the groundwater and also everywhere. Yeah, I mean, so. not everywhere. Trust me. That's uh, maybe it's just a. Trust me. Don't believe in dinosaurs, sir. I was like Australia. <laughs> I, I think it'd be an Australia-centric thing for sure. Yeah. 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 It's. Tell me um, more about Simon has derailed us with with an, with another nothingism. Okay. Well, no, because hang on, <laughs> because Simon, I will edit all. It's the basically volcano water. Anyway, 
Volcano High looks great. Tied it back. I want to talk about. I want to talk more about runs on dead Volcano High. (laughs) I want to talk more about smooching non-binary dinosaur people, and I'm I'm here for this. With with rhythm game moments in it, with rhythm game elements, and like and and guess what? Yep, probably gonna cry. Oh, oh yeah. fucking absolutely. It looks great. I, the music that they're showcasing in it, because, like, it's centered around, like, some of the characters being a, a part of a band as well where a lot of the rhythm stuff comes from. Um, the stuff that they, like, showed off or, like, played in the trailer was great. It's just hitting that kind of, like, teenage garage lo-fi rock that mm. I'm a bit of a sucker for sometimes. Um, and, it, like, visually it looks amazing. Like, it looks so good. I love the art style of it all. Has this like Saturday morning cartoon feel to it, but not like obnoxious. And I'm not saying that Hi-Fi Rush was obnoxious, but like not in that it, it way was. where it's like, oh, it, but it is, but it was, in a good yeah. way. In your face. Yeah, exactly. But whereas this is like, it just, it looks like a Saturday morning cartoon, but if it was for adults, I don't Adult know. Adult contemporary cartoons. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Not um, Velma. Do you think this not would be Velma. better as like a show? No. I don't no, think I, so. No. Because I, I was staying in. Yeah. Sorry. Because uh, I, I played uh, We Are OFK. And they, I guess sort of the base concept of this is quite similar. And We Are OFK obviously had the, the episodic releases. Uh, every episode had a new single. And at the end of every episode, you had that interactive music video as part of it. And that worked really well. Obviously, that was far more narrative focused and was much more of a light novel than it was anything else whereas this seems like it's got a fair bit more in the way of the rhythm game elements embedded into the way that this game plays which i really like the look of and i i think this is going to work very nicely especially with the sort of animation style and the sort of narrative that they're going for i think well, this is going to that that's that actually kind of leads into why i think this would be work better at the show i from what i can see and look this is i'm not going to play it this is not my type of game at all but from an engagement point of view, the story looks 10 out of 10. You're going to be, become very invested with the character. That's going to be very, very sweet. But, you know, bittersweet storyline. But the gameplay looks fine. Like, it's ba- pretty basic rhythm gameplay. Like, it's been done in a bunch of other games. We've seen it before. It's nothing, they're not bringing anything new to the table. I've got a feeling that when you're doing the gameplay moments, you're going to wish that there was more narrative. Like, I just want to get through this to find out what happens next in the story. And I think when you get to that point, this See, is a show or something like that. It may th- work better. I- I think it's going to be, I'm assuming it's going to be like a Life is Strange sort of deal. Yeah, that's exactly and, what I was thinking. And but well. yeah, and if you're not into yeah. those sort of games, then yeah, this absolutely won't be a game for you. But uh, Life is Strange, especially the most recent one, True Color is just so fucking good. And if this is like, if this can strike that same nerve in me, like, well, I'm not going to play the launch, but I want to play it. <laughs> I'm probably going to. I think I'm going to. Get it close um, to launch. Um, yeah, again, like it, it's given me that similar sort of vibe as we are OFK, which yes was far more narrative focused than anything. But being able to have the choices in, uh, well, the the dialogue options, if you will. Hey, hey great name for a podcast. podcast. Check them out Spotify <laughs> and iTunes and all good podcasting platforms. Make sure you give them a like, subscribe, and a review. Um, so yeah, like with with those options being there. I, I feel like that that's what makes a, a, a very distinct difference between watching a show and really being invested in the characters versus playing a visual novel that you get really invested in. 
because you make some of those decisions. And if you are able to yeah. role play a little bit yourself and sort of insert yourself to the character's point of view or their mindset or even some of the emotions that they might be feeling at the time, and you can be like, well, I feel like this is what they would say. I feel like if it were me and I was in this situation and I was feeling this way, I would say something along those lines. And yeah. that really does add to it. And I, I think it's hard to express how much that adds to it if you've never given it a go yourself. I think this looks awesome. Um, I, there was one line in the trailer, well, two lines, I guess, that I really like, and it was, but it was an emergency. Yeah, to you. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, that's, that's juicy. I like that, like that juicy bit of drama. And, and then the trailer I, was like, no, it's an emergency. There's a meteorite. I saw it. I went there and looked. Absolutely. Also, I just like to shout out the um the logo treatment. I fucking love it. Looks like the the like title card for this game looks Mm. just it's so simple but so great. And yeah, it gets me excited every time I see that. Even like because I'm like, oh, it's this this game. Very excited. And moving on from dinosaurs to humans with humanity, or more of a dog, actually, we had Humanity, a game that I completely forgot about, but was definitely revealed, well, I would say three years ago, some sort of weird puzzler game from Enhance. Um, This is the team behind Rev and Tetris Effect, which are two just good games. Oh, yeah. Uh, You you play as a, a dog and you lead big groups of humans around to complete puzzles and also fight and some sort of combat what what are we seeing here guys i have no idea now you said that this was announced a couple of years but i have zero recollection of this ever being announced and i don't understand what this is but i really fucking vibe with it because it's weird it feels like a puzzler but yeah there was definitely it looked like there was some combat stuff where the colorful people facing the monochrome people and some of them had lasers. I don't quite know what was it going on with very, that. That um, was weird. Uh, what's it called? Tabs? Like, it got very uh, ragdoll-y in the combat, which is fun. I don't know. Yeah. Am, I, am I crazy in thinking that this yes. game just looks like... looks like I am, Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in thinking that this game just looks like Lemmings? Yeah. But I, with, like, a, yeah. a narrative, yeah. I guess? Yeah, it's got, it's got a Lemmings... Yeah, it's drug like, Lemmings. Like, is. this yeah. is a game that you need to play really high, like Tetris Effect and Rev. God. Yeah, imagine mm. playing that when you're high on fucking shrooms. This would be the trippiest thing. Um, like, oh. The story of the story podcast does not suggest doing drugs unless you want to yeah. be real cool. You want to be a cool this guy. Is, this is going to be one of those games that I say looks really cool and I want to play it and then I won't. But g- good mm. luck to you if you do. That dog looks pretty Isn't, isn't right. there a demo? Is there a demo up now? Yeah, there is. And as soon as I watch the state of play, I think I tweet, I'm going to play the demo, and I haven't. I'm a liar. Guys, I'll... I'll um, but at least you're honest I mean, about I don't, being a liar. Yeah. This, I don't yeah. want to downplay this game because I think it's going to find an audience and have a really good run. And I think it's going to be... It's very interesting. But this game's going to come to plus eventually, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry you can't kiss a triceratops in this one, sir. No, yeah. That's... Maybe I do want to kiss maybe. a plesiosaur. <laughs> the prettiest of dinosaurs. I'll say it. I'll say it. They Call me a please. Yeah, just watching please. those ref- reflections behind Jesse. I think we're still in the clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. No super porn yet. It's uh, yeah, it's okay. God. 
damn it. Now, you the bulk it. of this um, showcase was dedicated to Suicide Squad, but there was also a fair bit of time dedicated to the PSVR 2, which came out, what, last week? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, look, if you're in the States, it's about 560 bucks. If you're in Australia, it's a bit over $900. So I don't know anyone with it at the moment, uh, like one personally. But I was relying on this state of play to sell it to me. Because I am the type of person who will buy something stupid like this. I did buy the VR one. We got uh, five games straight off. We got Fogland, which is just a generic shooter. Green Hell, which has been out forever, just like a survival game. Uh, Synapse, Synapse. Cool, like, fractal graphics, but again, just guns. But you've also got, like, some force powers, control-esque force powers. Foundation, which is based on a book series that people like, but I don't know if this is exactly the way they wanted to experience that. And then Before Your Eyes, which I believe is a game that's already out um, yeah. and yeah. won a shit ton of awards. Basically, you you relive your lifetime. And I'm, I'm hoping that because the narrator in that trailer says, you know, blink and you'll skip forward. I'm hoping the VR2 picks up your blinking because the, the big thing about the VR is how it tracks your eyeball motion. So mm-hmm. obviously you can detect blinking quite easily. I'm wondering if when you blink, it skips forward, which would suck. Oh god! I Especially would dry if, my eyes out. Yeah, like imagine if you've got a condition as well, or a tick, or something, and you just blink a lot anyway. Like, yeah, oh. they've got, they've got it. They'll have to have some. I mean, that look, that is, if that is the case, I'm. I, I think imagine it'd be, so, it'd be a button press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine it would be. I actually have an option, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a game I remember hearing about, but seeing that trailer, I was like. Man, I actually really want to play this. Like, not necessarily in VR. I think it'd be awesome in VR, but like, it was just a reminder. I was like, oh, this game exists. I actually kind of dig the vibe of this. And, you know, I, I, I like a game that's going to just make me a blubbering mess by the end of it. And clearly, this is going to be that. So, all these ones sad games. Yeah. They make good you sad. old sad games. Yep. I remember uh, it, it, the color choices they've used for it reminded me of um, Last Day of June, which, oh boy, that is a game that made me just so sad. But yeah, great game. Um, so yeah, I, I do want to go play that as well. But the VR element to it sounds pretty cool. Is it just, worth $900? Well, that's the thing. Everything they've shown well, off in, in this state of play felt arcadey. It's like, I'm going to play this for an yeah. hour or two at best, and then I'm going to put it down. Even looking at like some of the best games that have come out for the PSVR 2. They're games that have been out for a while. So No Man's Sky, to be fair, the update on this um for this for the PSVR 2 looks insane. And this is probably the game that's in the most hype in VR. Uh Runner, don't really know much about that. Tetris Effect and Res, which just saying, very cool in VR. Mm-hmm. Uh Horizon Call of the Mountain, probably the big, the big ticket game. That's the bundle you can get for just under a fucking grand. Looks good, cool. Um, Resident Evil Village. I know Resident Evil Four is going to be on VR as well, and Thumper, which is the best VR game I've ever played. But I played it on the VR on the, on the base VR, so there's nothing really selling me on the PSVR two aside from the reviews, which have been incredibly positive. They're saying that you know this is really pushing the the console VR headset into and beyond a lot of the PC centric headsets, which is a, it's a fair jump. The PSVR uh, was very much entry level and more of like 
this is the concept of VR. This is how you get comfortable with it. This is a, if, a genuine shot across the bow of, of the PC ones. Even then, though, like, it was for a period of time, and then the Quest 2 came out, or even yeah. just the original Quest, the original, and it was like, yeah. well, that's... that." And at the time, that's especially, they were, sell- they were selling that at a loss, and it was, like, not dirt cheap, but for a VR headset that was wireless and, like, for a period of time, too, came pre-installed with Beat Saber, like, it's... It was like a no-brainer for like four hundred, five hundred bucks Australian. Like that's how into VR are you guys? Look, I've, I enjoy it, but I haven't used my VR headset in over a year at this point. Yeah, I have a, I have a place like a base PlayStation VR, and like I barely use it, mainly because it's a pain in the ass to set up. If I had a Quest Two, I, and I have very, very, very heavily considered getting one for a period of time, um, I would probably be more Quest inclined. Quest Two is the wireless one, isn't it? With with the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. See, so, I don't like the wireless ones. I, I oh, realized that the PSVR two has one one cord, purely for the computing capability of it. You can't fit that much into a headset without it having some real detrimental effects to the the design, the weight of it. The fact that mm-hmm. most of this, well, all of this is running through the PS five basically one cord. I am completely fine with it, especially after seeing the fidelity of the graphics. That that mm-hmm. really killed me with the the base VR. And a lot of think, other VR's headsets, maybe it's because I wear glasses as well. It really just doesn't seem to fit and sit properly, and therefore everything's thrown out a little bit. Uh, everything's a little bit fuzzy. What I'm hearing with this one, it fits glasses really well, and you get a super crisp um, picture that is only beaten by much more expensive headsets. And See? look, yeah, I, I think for me, it, the, the stuff that I want to play in VR anyway isn't like cutting edge graphical. Quality. It's like it's the stuff like it like before your eyes, or it's the stuff like Beat Saber or Pistol Whip and things like that that are like there's more arcadey fun things. Also, I can convince myself and say it's for fitness reasons. Like that's I don't care how realistic it looks and how like as long as it runs well and it does the things that I can I want it to do. I'm gonna swing around two lightsabers and while I'm listening to some fucking six. For me though, like the reason you get a VR headset is for immersion. You want to feel like you're mm. in the room where it happens, Hamilton style. But <laughs> if everything does look fuzzy and it drops in like graphical fidelity, that is a big part that takes me out. So I've spent hundreds of dollars to put me into this world only for me to not believe I'm there. See, yep. I, I find having a wire attached to the back of your head to be more detrimental to that than anything picture quality related or even yep. weight related. Because, yes, the the Quest 2 will have a slightly worse picture quality compared to the PSVR 2. However, it's such a minimal difference uh, that it's not really going to negatively affect how you experience the game. I've seen also, a lot of side-by-side. I wouldn't say it's minimal. I, I, it's actually surprisingly big. See, I, I she think said. it's minimal. I've got a Quest 1, and, like, yeah. I've, I've not had any issues where I'm like, oh, that looks a bit blurry or a bit weird. The only issue I've had is my head right. gets very hot. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to get Simon really mad right now. Simon, you're used to it. You play like pixel, pixel games. You're used to like games looking like shit. Anyway. There's a person who plays on console instead of PC. Well, that's none of my business. Um, <laughs> so, the thing I find most interesting about <laughs> PSVR 2, though, is that because, as you accurately pointed out, the First PSVR was such a entry point for VR in general. I'm wondering 
if in the next year or two, maybe three years, the PSVR 2 becomes the entry point of VR. I think... Of course. That, but I, I, mean, I mean in the sense that like the price is going to come down a little bit. It's going to be obviously the easiest to acquire and the easiest to adapt to. But then the proper dedicated VR-specific stuff, you know, the Quest 3 or the Oculus... Jimbo Jambo 9000 or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are going to be astronomically better. Like the, I, I guess what my point is that, you know, VR initially reached a point where the PSVR was a valid, good starting point. And then the Quest and the Quest 2 came out a couple of years after that and kind of blew it out of the water and made it look really old and redundant. Well, I mean, that's going to happen with, with, all, with all tech, especially when it went for 100%. Yeah. No, no, no. 100%. And, um, yeah, obviously, it is just the, the, the nature of VR at the moment because it is continuing to grow and expand the way that it is and the, at the rate that it is. I think PSVR 2 looks incredible for the point of the market that it seems to be going for, which is your more casual, I guess, sort of the, the mid-casual gamers, you know, the people that play and love and enjoy using their PS5 versus, you know, the PC nerds who are sat there trying to, Overclock every nah, single see, fucking I, I think, I think stick that, they've that got. Line is much more blurry than it used to be. It, no, a hundred percent. Absolutely, is it? It is. But I'm just saying, like, it, that's going to push more people over that line to be making the most out of the VR experience, and then the line's going to shift again. We're going to see biggest, that next um, leap. The biggest thing that the PSVR two needs right now, because the hardware's sick, price point will come down. It, it's pretty cooked at the moment. Just where are the games? That's we I need mean, yeah, something. That's the big, yeah. We have a bunch of little like little arcadey experiences, but nothing I would sit down and play. You know, play as a and game. The thing is, like of those arcadey experiences, there is I think like ten that are exclusive to this system. The rest of them have all all are already yeah. on other existing headsets, including the Quest Two. So it's you know. I, I'm not one for like, you know, exclusivity and stuff like that. But if they're trying to push their own thing, like they need something more than Call of the Horizon, which, uh, yeah, Call of the Mountain, which looks great. But I've heard that if you get motion sickness from most like VR games, that game's going to, because it's it's like stick controls. It's oh, not yeah. No, if you get motion teleport, sickness, yeah. don't play VR. It's, like, you're not but not get- even that, like. Because I, I was listening to the Besties talk about it, the Besties podcast, and Rush, Rush Frustic was saying he gets severely motion sick playing that, but he played through the entirety of Half Life Alex and had no problem solely because it had that teleport. Like, I don't like the te- you could play it in like, like the teleport, teleport mode. Yeah, like and that's fair, but like that is that, that is something that's missing from this for people who do get motion sickness, yeah. and it makes it more accessible for them to be able to. It play is surprising the so, option for it, but sorry, just before we move on, you brought up Alex. Half Life Alex gets announced for PSVR two. I buy the I buy the headset the next day. Simple not happening. Simple not happening. I don't think. I, like as I, much as I wish it would, and you know I would be in very much the same sort of boat as you, Jesse. Like I'd go out and go get one. Fuck it. Um, you haven't. You have a quest. You could play Alex. No, you cannot play a, and you cannot Link play Cable, Alex Link on Cable a quest. No, it's not powerful enough. You'd oh, need a quest two like- minimum. Oh. It, and yeah, I, I I won't be surprised if it comes. I just feel like Sony's checkbook no. is big enough. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, and I think they know that that would be a killer app for them. That would be the thing, and it also makes sense because I think a lot of people really wanted to play Half Life Alex, but 
couldn't afford a or, fucking index or, or whatever. For the longest like, time, just couldn't get one in Australia. Well, that too as well. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. you know, because apparently Valve just fucking hates Australians. So, um, Steam Deck, what? Yeah, exactly. Never exactly. heard of him. Fucking happy one year anniversary to the Steam Deck. We still fucking can't buy one here, like legitimately. Anyway, well, fine. moving on to other things that are kind of um, fucked. Suicide Squad, Rocksteady's new co-op. Guys, I'm I'm tired. I don't want this game. I can't even introduce it properly. Uh, I, I, I Destiny, wanted so I this to it. be good, but it just looks like the most generic, boring bullshit. You're shooting big blobs of purple on things like the fucking PS2 game. Every character plays the same, and they've made a suicide a game about supervillains, boring. With gear score, you've given characters that don't have. Why does Ca- Captain Boomerang have guns? His thing is having boomerangs that all do different things. He could be a really interesting character because you could have all these weapons that you really are quite unique, not just to the game, but no, sorry, not just to him, but to the game itself. Like boomerangs aren't really that popular unless he's playing Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. But no, you give him, you give him machine guns. Oh wait, there's other different weapon classes. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I came to a rant quickly here. Don't worry, there's other weapon classes. You got shotguns as well, and submachine guns, and pistols. What? What are we talking about? This is reskin out um outriders. It, 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 this game's what, dev cycle was too long. Is what I'm seeing. Is what I'm seeing when I see the footage of this game. This game yeah. would have been game of the year 2004. It All right. Well, hang on, hang on. No, I think I think it would have been perfectly acceptable if it came out before Avengers did. Um, by by the mass, yeah. but like, like mass, but broad even, mass appeal. Even then, so I know the 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 first comparison people are going to have is this to Avengers. But as I was That's saying, pre show, well, I'm okay. saying for most people. No, no, no. Yeah, of course. Um, with Avengers, every character played different. Now, Avengers, a deeply, deeply flawed game, which is died in the ass. But every character, to an extent, played differently. They played like their character. In this, in the Suicide Squad footage we saw, they talk about, like, traversal. But every character basically has the same traversal, just they do it in a different manner. Harley Quinn uses, like, a, a swinging rope. Um, uh, what is it? Is it Deadshot? Deadstroke? Deadshot. Deadshot he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's got a, a jetpack. King Shark can jump and double jump and all sorts of things. And then Captain Boomerang can teleport with his magical boomerang. It's, it's just the same momentum and the same movement reskinned. Then you've got all these characters, all the characters use the same guns. You've got King Shark using a machine gun. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, what a boring use of a fascinating characters. Joel looks like he wants to hit me. <laughs> no, I, it's more so I'm just disappointed because I really wanted the concept of this, like, narratively, is so, seems like such a fun time. Like, the, the the idea that they've called their game Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Like, it's that's awesome. That sounds like such a fun time. And then you sort of get into the whole dynamic of it being like Brainiac is like, has taken basically like most of the Justice League hostage and is getting them to do his evil bidding. And you have to stop them at, by essentially killing the Justice League. Like, that's such a fun concept. Like, being like the the villains and going in and stopping these, I mean, for lack of a better word, and that's what I guess what DC called them as well, gods. Like mm. 
you know, it's it's such a great a great concept, and and I like I I love the idea of the Suicide Squad because I love like a, a ragtag bag a band of misfits that come together to achieve overcome the odds, and you know, I love just like us. Like, Exactly, <laughs> but I, I love the con like all those concepts, and I was like, that sounds like such a great idea. And then you combine that with the fact that it's rock steady, and like, I didn't love Arkham Knight. I think Arkham City is fantastic. I think Arkham Asylum is fucking phenomenal. But like, um, you, you know, you have that pedigree behind it as well. It's like, oh, this is exciting. And then just to see him, I've tried to reckon with this over the last few days since watching this. Like, when I first saw it, I was like. Oh yeah, God, I hope it's good. But like, you know, it looks kind of fun and I just it makes me sad that this is where we're at with it. Um I feel like if it were a more crafted experience, it would be without being like, you know, detrimental to the devs and things like that. But if this was more a more crafted experience, I would be even if it was like a solid seven, I'd be so much more into it. I'd be so much more hyped for it. But I agree. Yeah, I, I think there's this- a lot. The biggest thing is it, it it it's missed opportunity. It's such a rich vein of storytelling, and there's like beloved characters that they could really just like do interesting things with, and they have gone with such a cynical gameplay loop that's been perfected by some games. For the but for the most part, is just it just they die. Nobody wants these games anymore. So why waste these characters? Because look, this will bomb. This is not going to do well, and we are not going to have another game with these characters in it for years because they so, wanted, they went for what almost feels like a money grab at this point. Yeah. So this is what I think sticks out most to me is that I feel like this just stinks of some higher up management getting their, putting their fingers in the pie and fucking around with the ingredients when they don't know what they're doing. And no. it's, it's going to ruin, going to ruin the whole thing. Uh, I, I actually got more of a borderlands kind of vibe from it where like in terms of the banter between everyone and the fact that uh even if you're playing single player don't worry because the ai will take control of the other three and you can chop and change whenever you want not a problem which no um just don't forget you're always online as well yeah that's why is that still a thing like it was never a good idea. It has never been a good idea, and it continues to still not be a good idea. If your single-player game needs to have an online ex- online connection for nothing, I am wildly turned off. Like I'm just like, nah, I'm disinterested. Completely gonna so ignore it. Brings me up as well. Just quick side by here. We're all either born in Australia or have lived here for a large portion of their life. Have you guys ever met? Somebody who sounds like Captain Boomerang in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I'll tell you what, mate. I don't think any of us speak like that. I've nah, met exactly nah, I one person. No, I've met a few. Like, like, yeah, I've met a few. Like, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's I, I just um, I, I hate the characterization of an Australian in this game. It's so poor. It's so it's, bad. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I have met exactly one person who sounded like that, and that was when I went to visit my dad in Alice Springs, and he was a bartender at oh, the yeah, pub, and that was great. <laughs> he was very lovely, very charming. It's, it's also true, but like you know, the same can be. I, I'm sure, like other nationalities don't like that either. Oh, like, you know, no, I, I get it's that. A thing, this, but... this, this, this got me just because I'm like, I've heard that voice, and it's, just, it's not. 
Yeah, it's Junkrat. It's the voice of Junkrat. Doing. It is. And that's yeah. I'm disappointed by that too because I'm like, that's oh. such a great role for that voice and that actor <laughs> and it's just going to be... Cool. Look, just very I, quickly talking of disappointing accents. Grace's English accent, even though it's an English voice actor, she puts it on too hard and it completely shuts me down. I'm like, nah, you are the worst. I'm sorry. Cheers, love the cavalry. Hello, Hello I'm Grace. Right off with that. Like, actually, I'm dry from the fuck up. Hello. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry, Joel. You were going to say something. Uh, it's, <laughs> so you were saying it, it seems like a like a soulless money grab and things like that. I look to an extent, I agree. I think Kyron's right though. I think it was it's been too long in in development. Um and when they came up with this concept, these types of games were starting to come out and be more and they were like cool, we could maybe try our our turn at that. And in the time it's taken for them for, to develop this game, that we've seen the rise and fall of many a, a type of this game and mm. now it's at the point where they're like we could scrap it and go back to square one and waste six years of development or we can just put this out some people and might find an audience we'll we'll support it for as long as we can and then we'll move on to the next scene you know how they um, just, that um uh, research paper that came out a while ago that said on a long enough time scale basically everything would evolve into crabs yeah this yep. is is a live service games the crabs of the gaming world that if in a long enough <laughs> dev cycle every game becomes a live service bullshit game uh, in which case, I'm very stressed about uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Here's the thing. <laughs> I wouldn't even go so far as to say live service. There's been a lot of discourse about this sort of stuff over on Twitter. Just, again, I play Destiny, and I, but I, the thing is, I expect it from Destiny. That's why I said one game's perfected it. Des- yeah, Destiny's definitely. an MMO, in my opinion. Exactly. Right. It is. It is. But like, what I mean is, like, they'll never say it, but too many games have this dumb character screen with stupid gear with numbers that mean nothing. And it's been happening a mm. lot. Even Sony's first party games are falling into it. So it's like, you need to look at that and maybe drop that a bit if you don't need it. And Destiny yeah, always- And part of it's goofy charm. I look at it and I still feel pain, but I understand why people like it. But when I see other games, it's like, get out of here. You're not Destiny. I, I, think, I think heart and like the core beating heart of Destiny 2 is an MMO. They don't yes. ever want to say it because MMOs have been brushed and tarnished and the reputation ruined because after WoW came out, everyone tried sticking their dick in the honey jar and everyone just got fucked and covered Excuse in honey. Me, and no no one no one went away having a good time. So <laughs> Wait. Sorry. Hold up. Record scratch. I normally say dumb shit. What the what is that like an English saying or something? No, no, no. Let's just keep going. Have you never heard the term honey dicked? I'm sorry. Have, I, I mean, I have now. I, I love it. Him what? I love it, and I'm here for it. Can't believe I can't. Can't believe this. Simon's, he's, what he's what are you typing in? You can't just type in honey dick. Words have meaning. <laughs> honey dicking. He, he actually can, he actually can because he's not wearing glasses, so we yeah. can't see the reflection. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> honey dicking. According to Urban Dictionary, you know that this is good then. Uh, honey dicking is when a person is getting took. Find it, uh, somebody finding your ass out, finding out what you like, telling you what you want to hear, then they get what they want out of you. Honey dicking refers is specifically when a male does it. Honey potting is when a female does it. It's just gaslighting. The movie The Interview you just, uses... No, that. But you just talked about putting your dick in a honey jar. 
because everyone wants to feel the nice sweetness and caress of good honey, and then there's too many dicks in the jar, and you're just rubbing rubbing dicks. Everyone's sticky. Leave that in. Just, ro- just roll with it. All right. Don't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was on your side, Simon, and then just like then you started digging the hole, and I was like, "No, dig up, stupid, please." <laughs> <laughs> I've got Jesse's speechless. Yeah, this is great. This is awesome, man. Suicide Squad guys. How, yeah. How are you, anyway, how are you so yeah, so like that's the thing. I think yeah, it's it's past the gold rush that was live services. They had, I think, maybe about. A 12-month window where, yeah, cool, everyone was getting into one, but it wasn't ever sustainable. It wasn't evergreen content. There wasn't a good formula or anything like that. Nothing was ever perfected. You can say that Destiny 2 has perfected it, but again, I would argue that Destiny 2 is an MMO. And, you know, we've we've just seen the fall of live services where they, in that sort of developer interview, they completely avoided saying live service as much as possible. And they're like, there's even a battle pass, which is cosmetic they, only, and I'm like, uh, for they, how long though? They mentioned battle pass. You can see a store thing at the top. They mentioned they're working on yep. new characters for it. It's like all of this just reminds me of the Avengers, which is what I kept coming back to in my own mind. I'm like, I remember the Avengers, and I remember how that went. Like, granted, Rocksteady maybe at least have not to not to pick on Crystal Dynamics, but. I think there's a bit more prestige behind Rocksteady just because of how yeah. good those other Arkham games are. Yeah, yeah. And I just, and I but think- again, all of that just sort of withered away from me when I started seeing those gear screen- in- screens and seeing like damage numbers and rarity tiers on the loot. And I was like, no, the thing is, like- position to get this right because they let the competitor go first and fuck up. They saw yeah. Avengers come out. They saw the backlash it got, and it just it they couldn't pick it up from where it dropped off when it when it first came into the market. They saw that, and they they had time at that point to change something. But instead, they just said, "Yeah, let's just go down the exact same path with guns, though." And also, too, you could yeah. you could argue that Crystal Dynamics had that prestige as well because those Tomb Raider reboots were very good. Yeah, but I, the I first was one, the first one, especially Rocksteady yeah. level, though, like Rocksteady. Nah, yeah, it's true. They were like a tier of like when it came to like superhero games specifically. Mm, like absolutely. they were kind of the yeah. shit. Yeah, and yeah, there 100%. was a rumored Rocksteady superhero game for the last. Seven years. Everyone thought they were making a Superman game, which would have been better. It would have hundred percent. And again, I, I know Imagine my mind kept going. Had. Ah, yes. Instead of being invincible, you can be invincible plus one. And hundred and ten percent effectiveness. We, yeah. we live in a world. <laughs> you have a gun we live in now. a world too. We live in a world too where say what you will about this game. I, I think, uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy, the game, the video game exists where it is based around a team yes. of characters. Yep. You are in control of one of those characters, but you have some level of control over the others. Or even GTA V, like where you can switch characters on the fly. Even mm. being able to do that would be cool, like, you know, getting into a situation where you're like, you've got your team of characters. It's a crafted experience from start to end. Like, even if it is, like, linear. I don't give a fuck if a game's linear these days. No, I would prefer I like, linear. I like linear. Like, you could, like... A game that swaps between characters and is linear, look, slight spoilers, God of War Ragnarok, you swap between characters, and it's a linear yep. story, like, linear. narrative, it's narratively heavy. They could have, but now, I'm so glad you brought up Guardians of the Galaxy, because to me, that is what any sort of, like, squad-based superhero game should aspire to be. Not this. Yeah. Not Borderlands. Yeah. 
And, and also, that's the thing. Yeah, it makes it just makes me think Borderlands. I just it's can't. Like, and the thing is, it's not even Borderlands. It's like it's 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 bad Borderlands. Like yeah, there Borderlands is good 3, Borderlands. That's what I mean. Border, yeah, exactly. But Borderlands <laughs> Two is fucking great. Is excellent. <laughs> like yes, well, uh, honestly, I loved Borderlands Two. I loved pre sequel. I thought one was pretty shit. One was, was a proof of concept. Like, yeah, you look back on it now, it's a proof of concept. Proof yeah. of concept doesn't work. And, and then three was oh, shit. Like, I dropped off of three so hard with my friends. I we just finished three. I, I didn't have any strong, I didn't have any strong opinions to, towards three. Like, it was fine. Um, but it definitely didn't have the magic of, of, yeah. um, of two just as DLCs. To, um, Suicide Squad. The thing that bugged me about this the most, oh, sorry, the guns bugged me the most. The enemies, they all have these big yeah. purple blobs. Like, aren't we past this sort of thing? Like, the big, Look, like, shoot the big eye on it. You have this, like, weird organic cannon thing that's meant to be a part of a big set piece in the game. Who, who the cannon's designed for is beyond me, considering that Brainiac has Superman. I don't think you'd really need weapons. Um, You fight it by blowing up these big purple blobs in it, but, like... The helicopters have them as well, and there's a tank that you're going around and you have to shoot these very prominent purple blobs. I think it was Skill Up over on Twitter tweeted a picture of um, Superman as the last boss in this game, and it was just him with a purple circle over his over his face, <laughs> his nipples, and his dick. And it's like just shoot him there, and you're gonna be good. But it, it's like it's such a dated thing. It, it's a very like ocarina of time kind of design there like yeah that. exactly and if 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 like tears of the kingdom did that i'd be like oh, fuck it made sense 20 years ago 20 years ago plus but nowadays we have so many other ways to to do that same sort of um enemy design and showing weakness and showing damage and i'm just going around I- shooting purple orbs as a generic gun-toting dickhead. <laughs> I guess, to be fair, like, it could be just, it may not have been the best, you know, slice of gameplay to give us. That might be an early area. I don't know. They didn't, again, they showed us that sequence, but I don't really, they didn't show us too much more beyond that. And maybe that's, they should have, maybe, I don't know. They needed to show straight <laughs> gameplay, and they did, but maybe they should have shown us some other stuff as well. Because also, you know, other game oh. I've actually completely forgot came out? Gotham Knights. Yeah, Gotham Knights oh, was yeah. just last year. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's that game again. But again, Gotham Knights, at least every character kind of fought differently from what I could see. I didn't touch the game. There was one thing in this trailer that did interest me, but su- surprised we didn't see any footage of it in the gameplay or in the sizzle reel. Apparently there are vehicles. There's a few, like, side characters in the DCU. Uh, and you yeah. get to, like, do you get to control vehicles? Are you driving them? What sort of, like, what's the, the are they going to have guns in them and stuff like that? Yeah, it it did show it off with the toy maker, and he's like, yeah. like designing this toy and hands it to you, and then you see it basically explode into a big car as if this was the fucking Dragon Ball universe, and you've just thrown a capsule to make a house, um, or or pin particles, the, amen. Like, yes, oh, don't, absolutely. Don't, don't make this worse than it has to be. <laughs> don't bring up the Ant-Man. So, I think, I think my biggest issue is that. They showed us such a big chunk of gameplay, but they showed us four helicopters, I think. I didn't actually count, but it felt like four. Four different helicopters. They showed a helicopter being blown up at least three times, I'm pretty sure. 
And it's like, if this is what the core of the gameplay comes down to, like swinging around as Harley Quinn and then shoot in a helicopter, that is boring. And that's, I think, the worst part about this. Could you imagine if you swung up there as Harley and you, and you took the helicopter with your hammer? Like, how cool would that have been? And then you swap to King Shark, who does like crowd control. He just clears through people, just like charges through. He takes down the tank. Let King Shark play like Hulk in Ultimate Destruction. Like, he yeah. should have thrown that tank. That would have been sick. While reciting poetry, like fucking Fraser Crane in this game, apparently. <laughs> Captain Boomerang is doing some cool, weird shots, like trick shots and stuff with his boomerang. And then Deadshot's just generic shooting dude, but he doesn't miss, I guess. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Is like Deadshot in the Arkham universe, which this is set in, but during your interactions with him in the Arkham games, ah, oh, you know, he's only ever missed like five times or something. And now he's just going to whip out a fucking assault rifle and have an accuracy of about 40%. Yeah. Like, get good, mate. Ouch. Ouch. Maybe yeah. <laughs> at the start of the game, you'll have his backpack full of guns, like a satchel bag, and you'll drop him. It's like, oh no, all my guns are misaligned now. Oh, oh well. Like Metroid style, like lose always power ups. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh, I hit my head. My, oh, damn it. I got out of aim. Are we fighting oh, today? My... I forgot my glasses at home. No. Yeah, like, oh, my, my fake eye thing is a little bit wonky. Uh, I'll just have <laughs> Guys, to try and deal with it. Cap, do you yeah. remember you boomerang? No, I just bought this gun. Oh, no. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> but that, that would be really it, funny. Could you like imagine that interaction? Is shop around here? Yeah, oh, exactly. No. But you could, you could do something fun with it. You could have fun moments where you sort of be like, oh, oh yeah, Cap, like, where's your boomerang? And he's like, I left it at home and I walked into a, a weapon shop and there weren't any, and I panicked and I, did, I, I bought a rocket launcher. I don't know how to use one. There you go. It's funny and there's a little bit of personality in there or something, but there's none of that. I mean, I do want to say the cutscenes. So, again, we've had on the gameplay a lot, but the cutscene stuff, I'm like, this, this I'll watch on YouTube. Like, this yes. is something I'm yeah. interested in. Yes, like where they tease Superman and uh, Captain yeah. Boomerang just goes, Oh fuck! It's Superman. <laughs> yeah, and um, isn't isn't it? It was in Suicide Squad as well, where it's got the penguin bit as well, doesn't it? With the um, yeah, the, the zap yeah. thingy. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what, like that. I'm into that. I just don't want to do the other, you know, the game playing. Part the bits in between. What were you saying before, Jesse? About this like be better some RPGs? Show? Well, no, yeah. <laughs> you just want to get to the next bit. Yeah. That's now, Joel, you were going to say something before. Are you okay? Uh, I'm just I'm. I'm super bummed out. I, I came into this episode That's just fair. being being excited to talk about smooching dinosaurs, and now, <laughs> now <laughs> I'm sad. It's all right, Joel. I'm still I'm still excited I'm, about smooching dinosaurs. Around the table. Around the table. Yeah. Which dinosaur are you gonna kiss, Joel? All of them. Pick a pick a dinosaur. Your first little smoochy smooch. Oh, if I have to pick one, I'm gonna go with my favorite, which is an Ankylosaurus. So good. Oh, good choice. Good choice, Simon. Look, it's basic, but a Stegosaurus. Yes, all right. Yeah. Good pick. Kyron? This is tricky, man. There's so many mm. dinosaurs. Do you want to kiss a herbivore or a carnivore? Carnivore could go wrong. Oh, could, yeah. Could go so wrong. That's almost right. You, you know, you might as well go out doing what you love, right? Too yeah. much too much teeth. <laughs> too much teeth. Um, shit. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a parasilton. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. Okay. Paris Hilton. <laughs> famous famous dinosaur. Paris Paris I said that properly. Oh, and you like, said that right. Yeah, you bang on. Dinosaur names, man. 
I used to want to be in a, yeah. um, a uh, dinosaur person. Who did the paleontologist? Dinosaur person. Mm, I used to um, want to be a paleontologist when I was younger, back when I had hopes and or dreams. Me too, buddy. And Me now, too. like the dinosaurs, one day I just want to become crude oil and power a small car. <laughs> I, you've got the crude part down. Hey. Uh, and I'm a little bit oily at the moment. <laughs> I do want to say that I think my highlight of the whole state of play was Chia. Oh yeah, yeah day I was one. already excited. I was day already excited for it. Day one PlayStation Plus, easy, easy. Also, also shout out to Baldur's Gate three getting a, a release date and like day and day on PS five. That is, I'm very happy. Uh, and with sorry split to screen Xbox players, sorry to Xbox yeah. players, yeah, sorry to Xbox yeah. players, and split screen co- it's like. Split screen, full campaign co-op. Yes. Very fucking cool. I have played... Yeah, uh, awesome. Always always played Divinity 2. Still good. Apparently, Xbox players, it is coming, but they ran into a few technical issues that they really can't figure out at the moment. So, supposedly, it's on its way. Do you think it's one more delay, it'll become a live service game? (laughs) (laughs) Give her a gun. You know what? She you know can what, you take know what's control funny, of a right? gun. You can upgrade Chief gear score. We're, we've spent a lot of his time hanging shit on live service games. We need to keep in mind that Sony apparently has a shit ton in the pipeline. Yeah, and they yeah. shouldn't. And you know what? We're going to have I a lot of episodes where we yell at Sony. I Stop know. being I'm dumb, saying, Sony. Like, we have to prepare for more of that from Sony themselves. Especially when, when Sony themselves have stopped some people playing the most popular live service game. Earlier than they were supposed to stop people playing it over the weekend. Yeah, there was a bit of a slip up there with the Lightfall preload. It went out a day Fucking early. So if you downloaded it, Bungie put out a solution, and the solution was just delete your install and download it again. Otherwise, you just can't play it until Ouch. Lightfall comes out on Wednesday, which is a bit of a bu- bit of a stuff up. Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> it affected Joel. It affected me, but I downloaded and reinstalled because I'm a sucker. <laughs> well, fair. if you want to hear more about Destiny. You can on our various other podcasts because let's face it, I think both shows are becoming Destiny podcasts for the next month until Resident Evil 4 comes out, which I'm okay with. But if you want to hear more of that, we're on Spotify and iTunes to so search for Story Mode Podcast, which is the podcast you listen to right now, or our more, more video games focused show, Dialogue Options, hosted by the lovely Karen and Joel. Um, yeah, give us, give us some likes, some reviews, some subscriptions, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your parents, tell your mum. Uh, we're also on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Story Mode AUS. We're individually. Oh, that was a word I couldn't say. I'll do that again. We're individually on Twitter. I'm at Jesse Spanner. Joel? I'm at Jolly Mac. Karen? I am at Lemon Man X. And Simon? I'm at Psy421. Come give us a follow, give us some love, tell us that you're excited for the Suicide Squad. Tell us which dinosaur you'd give a little little smoochy 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 to before the asteroid hits. Okay, gotta make make the most of every moment. But until then, the asteroid hitting this podcast. Guys, thanks for joining in. Oh no, oh no. Thanks for joining in. Hope you had some fun. Talking shit about many a game. Many a disappointing looking game. I feel bad when I hang shit on a game too much. That's I just feel bad because people okay, are working Karen, hard on Suicide Squad. End us on a positive. Give us a positive thing about Suicide Squad. I reckon the, st- the cutscenes in the story could be good. 
we'll end with... And they will be good. We'll end with that, man. So, dear listener, thanks for tuning in. Hope you had fun. Play some games, watch some TV, do whatever the fuck you want to do. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Like you're a dinosaur. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Kiss, kiss. <laughs>